Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to, well, it's really too windy for a campfire. <laughs> yeah, they even told us not to have one. <laughs> I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans traveling part-time. In our new small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips. Tricks. And discounts. And we are coming to you this week from Southern California. We are very specifically in Indio tonight. And will be until Sunday, Sunday morning yeah. at the FMCA rally in India. <laughs> right. Now, it's not too late to come and visit. If you're anywhere near Indio, if you can even drive there in a reasonable amount of time, they do still, I mean, they still have some RV parking, but maybe now that it's Thursday, it might be a little late for that. But you could try. But also, if you just want to come for the day, you can come, it's only $10, and you can do a day pass and come check out all the vendors and some seminars and check out what FMCA rallies are all about. Yeah, we already know a few people who are going to be there and looking forward to meeting some of them and seeing others again. Mm -hmm. This is in India. We have a link in the show notes to the full details on our RV show calendar, which has been getting monster traffic again. Yeah. Usually people looking for RV shows. We have a pretty good RV show calendar. But right. anyway, we are also going to be doing live Facebook feeds every day at 8 a.m. Pacific time. And you can find more info on those at our Facebook page. That's called Stressless Camping, and that's the yeah. Facebook page, not the podcast group that we always talk about. Right. That's specifically our Facebook page, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes. By the way, I always talk about the show notes, and if you look at StresslessCamping.com, there are details on each episode, including show notes. And now we're starting to incorporate transcripts of these podcasts. Yeah. So more and more stuff at StresslessCamping.com, including the show notes. Right. So on the main page, you'll see some tiles, and one of them is stories, and one is our V-Show calendar, and one is the podcast tile. And if you click on that, then you can grab the notes and read and listen to <laughs> all the episodes with numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peggy went through all 184 four episodes and worked on the pages so it's much easier to find by number right so there you go getting to the fmca rally is going to be a little bit easier thanks to information that gas buddy shared with us right so we do use the gas buddy app a lot Every time we're halfway down on the gas tank, then I start looking up to see how far it is to gas prices that are reasonable. <laughs> yep. And I don't think this will come as any surprise to anyone, but California prices are quite a bit higher than Arizona by approximately a dollar today. No, I thought it was like a buck 30. Maybe a dollar 20, something like that. It was, it was quite crazy. a bit higher. Across so, the border, price shot up. Yeah, so we made sure to fill up in Arizona and hopefully that tank will get us 
back into Arizona before we have to <laughs> fill up again. We'll see. Yeah, we sure hope so. But the good news is I was looking at the Gas Buddy website and there's a page called Fuel Insights and prices have been going down a little bit. So the actual highest price in 2022 national average was $5.30, no, $5.3.4 and that was in June of 2022. And on December 26th, the average price was $3.05. Quite a significant $2 difference in price. And hopefully those prices stay down. You know, they always fluctuate. And this is the time of year when it's usually lower and the summer is usually higher. But it's nice that it seems to have a little bit of a downward trend right now, at least. Yeah, makes getting around a little bit easier, which mm -hmm. is good. And Gas Buddy, if you don't have that app, it's a you know an app you get on your phone, and it's kind of neat. You can find stations you know ahead of you, and sort of plan based on the price per gallon. And it's also they track uh, diesel fuel as well. So it's mm -hmm. called Gas Buddy, but it should be called Petroleum Buddy. Right, Petroleum Buddy. <laughs> the other thing that it says on this website is that today, on average, the prices are down 4.4 cents from last year's average. So we're actually below last year's average Which right is now, good. right here at the beginning of yeah. January. Which is good. And they have a prediction about where they see gas going. Yeah. So in a press release from Gas Buddy, they have good news. They predict, well, right now they say the annual... The annual average in 2022 was $3.96 per gallon of regular gas. They predict that it will be $3.49. So it's $0.50 cents a gallon less. Uh, that that prediction nice. was, That was in their press release that they sent out. So pretty cool. We yeah. like lower gas prices because, my gosh, we use a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so we are just wanting to quickly remind you that rallies and shows and RV shows are really fun things to do, really fun events to attend. We are, as Tony said, we're at an FMCA rally right now. Then we're going to move to Quartzsite for the Quartzsite Sports Vacation and RV Show. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. Yay, I'm getting yeah. better. And it just, we, I just want to encourage you to attend rallies and shows. They're a lot of fun. You can learn a lot. You can find some accessories you didn't know you needed <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could heck you could buy a whole rv for right. example at the quartzite sports well both at the fmca show yeah and at the quartzite show they have rvs for sale there. that's right so if you're looking to go bigger or smaller or sideways or different color or whatever there's a lot of choices I, in fact we talked to the people from rv country who are going to be bringing the rv who have the rvs at quartzite they have 250 RVs on display. Ooh. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. Kurt Curtis from RV Country said, we are doing very aggressive pricing because of interest rates. So in other words, if you're looking for a deal, ooh, doggy, that's the place to go. Yes. Peggy works real hard to keep the RV show calendar. There are all kinds of RV shows happening again this year. Looks like a whole lot more, and that's also a good place to get a deal. There are, and if you have been looking for an event that you know is happening and it's not on the calendar, please do let us know. We've had a couple people this week let me know that I was missing some, that I was able to get added in, and I'm not proud to take your help. 
<laughs> go ahead and let us know. We appreciate you friends out there in podcast land letting us know if there's a show that we're missing because we want to have the best RV show calendar out there. And a part of that is your assistance getting us in the know, as yes, it were. Yes. Well, of course, one thing that doesn't need gas is some of the RVs that are out now and coming out. Winnebago uh, is making all kinds of noise about a forthcoming electric motorhome. And it's actually being announced at the Tampa RV show in a few weeks. I wrote an article about, you know, California basically put a ban on small engines coming up here. It's AB 1346 and it was passed in October of 2021. And the idea is to end the sale of small off-road engines, including generators in California. Right. So why did California choose to ban this? California is, and I know there's some of you already rolling your eyes out there, but California tends to be on more of the cutting edge of emissions laws. And one of the things the CARB, which is the California Air Resources Board, looked at small engines and found that the amount of pollution created by what they call small off-road engines, including generators, mm -hmm. was greater than the pollution of all moving vehicles. So they're a big source of pollution. And so California, the thinking by the legislators was gardeners, that was who they're really targeting. They can use electric leaf blowers and lawnmowers and all of that. Uh, so we're just going to ban all this stuff. And it was like, uh, wait a minute, what about we are veers? Yeah, we are veers so, or those people who lose their power when the power gets shut off. Yeah, which oddly <laughs> enough in California, one of the reasons we left and moved to New Mexico is our power would go off for days at a time. Right, and because, I'm, I'm so. all for clean energy and everything, but I hope that there's a way that those people can survive when their power gets shut off if they're not allowed to have a generator. Yeah. And I know it's not necessarily like they're going to come and confiscate your generators. They just aren't going to be able to sell them anymore. So Yeah, at least initially. The point of all this is for we RVers. And so I did a look at ways you can RV without a generator. And it's actually quite possible. And the proof of that is we're sitting in one right now. Correct. There's no generator. We have been boondocking three or four, four days, days now, now. Yeah. with this new RV. And it's a, uh, if you don't know, it's a Rockwood Mini Light 2205S with the power package. And what that means for 2023 models is a thousand watts of solar on the roof and a 400 amp hour lithium battery. And, you know, we've talked over and over about our friends at ABC Upfitters. Well, they're the ones who designed this system for Rockwood and put it all together. And it has been quite good. I mean, it just, we have been off the grid, you know, as we said, for several days and running all of the stuff. Now we have not had to run the air conditioner. However, right. in our previous trailer, we had a Mastervolt system, you know, from ABC Upfitters as well, and did run the air conditioner. And of course, as summer comes, we'll see this one has significantly more solar, but a slightly smaller battery. Right, right. So it should be interesting to see what happens. But in the article, I kind of point to alternatives to 
generators and such. And of course, solar is one of those. Right. You can have solar systems in your RV and larger batteries. And of course, the, the thing I hear a lot is, well, I need to run my air conditioner. I know. I've seen people argue with you and tell you that it's impossible to run an air conditioner without a generator or being hooked up to power. And okay, maybe 20 years ago, even five years ago, that was true, but it's just not true anymore. Well, and part of that is, I think the thinking by a lot of people is, I need a really big hammer to solve this problem. And really you don't. So think about the air conditioner that's in your home. If you have a sticks and bricks home out there. And if you've replaced the air conditioner in your home in the past few years, it is remarkably more efficient mm -hmm. than the one that you probably replaced out there. So all of a sudden you're seeing a huge savings in energy. And those of you who have known us for a while know that we used to own a bed and breakfast. And I remember that first summer when we got busy seasons energy bill, it was like 1500 bucks for one month of energy. And so we replaced all the air conditioners then with mini split air conditioners and brought the bill down to like four to 600 a month. So a modern air conditioner is far less energy hungry than the one that's on your RV now, unfortunately. Most RV air conditioners have not had to be efficient because you go to an RV park, you plug in and you use all the power that you can get, right? Right, because you couldn't run it off battery no matter how efficient it was. <laughs> right, and so the, the traditional air conditioner that's on the roof of your RV now is really not very efficient, and in many cases it's also ridiculously loud. So that's changing. There's a German company called Truma, actually named after Harry S. Truman, and Truma has a new air conditioner called the Aventa, and it uses a lot less energy than the typical like Coleman air conditioner that you might have on your roof now or Furion or GE or any of those. So mm -hmm. it's just a modern air conditioner, multiple speeds. It's much quieter. It has a dehumidification mode. Uh, it's got a nifty remote. It's the direction these systems are going. And not to be outdone, you know, once one company comes to the market and says, ooh, we've got this better solution, well, here comes their competition. And what we have on the roof of this RV is a Coleman Mach-Q air conditioner that's a new, more efficient model. And its energy consumption specs are pretty similar to that Truma. And if you want to get all nerdy with me on how much power <laughs> that thing, the Truma Aventa Eco 13.5 is the unit that I'm talking about. And it uses about nine and a half amps on medium and a little bit more on high. And then on their top setting, it's about 10 and a half amps. And the, the Coleman Quiet Cool that we have is very comparable to that in consumption. So it's got built-in soft start and all of that. And so again, that's, that's part of the solution is not, I need a ton of batteries to make all this work. It's no, I, if I can create a system that uses less energy, that's the better solution. Right. Well, there are also 12 and 48 volt air conditioners. So these all run on one tent household outlet power, right? Household current. 
There are also 12 and 48 volt air conditioners, including, uh, and these are what run on what's native in your RV. You know, the, the car batteries, for lack of a better description, are 12 volt batteries. And there are now some that are, some systems that are 48 volt, but not very common. But anyway, I did a review of the Embassy RV Traveler, which is a Class B RV, and quite frankly, my very favorite Class B RV, and that uses a 12 volt air conditioner because they have no propane aboard, no generator. It's all battery and solar. That's, again, the direction things are going. Of course, there's LED lighting, which is more efficient. And so I know one of the questions I always hear is, well, what happens on a cloudy day? Or what happens when the weather is terrible? Well, <laughs> there are solutions I don't, if you follow the auto industry. Specifically, Ford has both the uh, half ton and three quarter ton trucks that have what they call pro power on board, which is a fairly high capacity power outlet, essentially. So it uses the engine's power to essentially work like a generator. So you can charge your RV with your tow vehicle. But let's say you're not in the market for a new F-150 or F-250, or you'd rather have another brand. Well, another option is a thing called the car generator. And this was developed in Canada, where the designer was in Canada and there was a snowstorm and the power went out for a long, long period of time. And he thought, why can't I use my car as a generator? So he invented a thing <laughs> to do that. And this just plugs right into your car and turns your gasoline engine or diesel engine into a generator. And there's various sizes. Now you might be saying, wait a minute, you're saying generator free and now you're talking about a car generator. And yeah. know that the emission systems on most passenger cars really do produce fairly clean running engines, whereas most small generators, just a typical standalone, you know, like one of the Predators or Hondas, have essentially no emission system. So ah. this is this is an option, and I like the car generator option because you know it has the engine that you already have in your tow vehicle if you have a travel trailer to run the the car generator, and so it's not an additional thing you have to maintain. You just basically plug this thing in, right? And bing, bang, boom, you have the ability to recharge your batteries. So, uh, you know, the more and more I'm seeing more and more of these RVs with pretty advanced solar and lithium systems. And I have a series of articles on our Honest RV Reviews section at Stressless Camping on RVs that are really off the grid ready today. So it's it's coming, it's becoming more efficient. It ain't cheap right now, <laughs> right? I mean, these solar and lithium packages are not inexpensive when they're done well, but it's becoming more common and easier to do with more efficient like air conditioners and And other usually systems. the trend for that sort of thing is that it will become more common, more easy, and more less expensive. Yeah. So what do you think? Would you are you interested in a generator free RV experience? Or is this something where you're just no way, no how, not at all? Or is this something you maybe even already have? I will tell you it works based on my experience and I'm very pleased with how well it works. 
We do not have a car generator, by the way, although we are looking to get one just to test one for you guys. <laughs> anyway, neat systems, and I like the way this is going. It's just, it's a quieter experience. Right. That's one of the nice things. It's, yeah. It's, and it's freeing, right? You're, you know, oh, I'm going to go boondocking on this trip, and you don't have to think about how am I going to do this or that. You just go and camp and put out your lawn chairs and crack a couple beers or whatever <laughs> floats your boat and... And you're there, you're ready to go. And it, so it, it makes a big difference in how we plan our travels. Absolutely. And as we have been saying, and we'll say again, <laughs> <laughs> we have been and will be boondocking for really the next couple of weeks between Indio and Quartzsite. And the way that we can do that is with our Mastervolt power package from ABC Upfitters. We were lucky enough to have the system built into our new Rockwood Mini Light. We'll also, by the way, be sharing a booth space with ABC Upfitters at Quartzsite. So yeah. if you are going to be in the area, come by and see us. We will be at the seminar tent or right next door to the seminar tent and we will be with ABC Upfitters. So they can tell you how things work, like down to the nerdy nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah, they actually have an engineer on staff and this guy really knows his stuff. Right, and we can show you the system live and in action. Yeah, we'll have our mini light right on the midway. ABC Upfitters is gonna have their, they have an Ember RV that they're gonna have there. So come on in and check them out and you can see this live and in person. Right. And we'd love to see you too. So we hope you can make FMCA or Quartzite. Absolutely. Or both. Or Why both. Not? Yeah. Again, if you are in the area of Indio and you don't have something to do this today, Thursday, the 12th, or Friday or Saturday, come to Indio and check out the FMCA rally and see what it's all about. Yeah, that would it'd be great to meet you. Yeah. And if you can't make it to there and you can make it to Quartzite, we will be there for the entirety of the RV. Wait. <laughs> The Quartzite Sports Vacation and RV Show. Correct. January 21st to 29th. And we will be doing a live video feed from Quartzite, assuming we can get enough internet. That's always the big variable. <laughs> yeah. And from FMCA also. Yeah, and from FMCA yeah. as well. So if you really want to kind of get an idea of what's going on, but you can't make it to those, check out the live feeds that we're going to post. They'll be, you know, not very long or extensive each morning, but... We'll give you kind of a breakdown of what's going on for that day. Yeah, and if you want to learn more about this generator-free RV lifestyle, as it were, looking for solar and stuff, I did write an article at Stressless Camping, and you can come and geek out with me if that's your thing. <laughs> or you can come and tell me I'm full of baloney if that's your if thing. That's your I, we, thing. <laughs> we appreciate all input, so there you go. So, one more thing about electricity or electric or electric <laughs> is our gadget of the week is our new electric e-bikes yep uh, if you don't know when we totaled the last rockwood mini light we also totaled the last electric e-bikes right we just picked up new electric xp 3.0 electric bikes and we went right to Phoenix to where they are, where the company is headquartered. One of the overwhelming things that's pretty neat is their tech support team 
are right there in the United States, like they're at Electric E-Bikes. So yeah, taking your questions, answering your questions, taking your orders, they are right there in Phoenix. Yeah, we saw them. That's right. And, <laughs> and we also saw them assembling bikes. Yeah, we did. And, and one of the neat things, if you are going to Quartzsite, if you've been kind of thinking of uh, electric e-bike, the electric XP 2.0s will be on sale there for like six fifty. It's a yeah, they're going to be deal. a smoking deal. So if you're thinking about getting a bike, and especially if you're thinking about getting an electric bike, and if you're going to be anywhere near Quartzsite, this is the time. Yeah, boy, is it ever! And you can actually—they have a test track there. You can take it out and give it a give it a ride and see what you think. Yep. We got the 3.0, and some of the differences are: we noticed the handlebars have been changed. The motor is significantly larger. The 2.0 was a 750 watt motor, I believe, and the 3.0s are a thousand watt motor. So. It's, it's a more powerful motor. However, it also seems, the whole bike seems more refined. Sure, And yeah. maybe that's because we got the comfort package seats, yeah. which are bigger seats for our big booties. With spring, like. Yeah, they have springs in springs the. Springs on them, so they're a lot more comfortable seating. The 2.0, no shade at all. Like no. I loved that bike. If I would have put that comfortable seat on it, I would have been absolutely thrilled with it. Unfortunately, it just took the brunt of that rear ending. So <laughs> the seat or well, the bike, bike. <laughs> the bikes. <laughs> yes, it did. Unfortunately, those bikes don't do well when a minivan plows into them right. for some strange reason. The 3.0 is definitely more refined. It also, if this is something that appeals to you, you can actually have a rider because of the larger motor and changes they made up to, I think, 150 pounds. I think that's right, yeah. So you can put a seat on the back. What we did is we put a cargo crate on the back of ours, but we saw one that was specifically for like people doing DoorDash or that kind of thing that had a cooler on the back of well, it. Well, there was one that was a cooler. There was one that was the padded, like big square bag, like that you could stack some pizzas in. Oh yeah, that's right. I saw, Kathy Joe, listen to me. I saw a baby seat on the back. Yeah, <laughs> there's that too. So they're really, you know, expanding. And electric bikes are really a fun thing for RVers, right? I mean, when you see us at the FMCA convention or you see us at Quartzsite, we're just gonna park the truck and get around on our bikes Correct. because it's fun, it's fast. We can actually charge the bikes with our solar system on our trailer. Yeah. So we're solar powered bikes, basically. We've been very pleased with the bikes. We were pleased with the previous ones and we like these new ones even better. Yeah. Last week, Tony had a question of the week for you, and it kind of brings all this conversation together a little bit about gas prices and efficiency and batteries. And his question was, would you consider trading your RV for something more efficient? And if so, what would you get? I was curious if that's a factor for people. And one of the interesting things, and this is something Ezekiel Andrew said, there isn't much loss in fuel efficiency with our itty bitty pop-up travel trailer when it's hooked up to my partner's big Jeep. But uh, an upgrade would definitely be a travel trailer that is more prepared for winter camping. <laughs> We've had a little bit of that lately. Yeah. 
there are people looking for smaller trailers like Bob Luce was saying a half ton truck is borderline on handling his trailer. Yeah, that's uh, you got to be careful with that. Right. Now, Mike said that they and I know they just got their Intec and they love it. But he said that new Brinkley is a pretty little thing. <laughs> Boy, Brinkley has absolutely exploded in terms of interest. It's a new, if you don't know, it's a new RV company. Their very first RVs are just now getting out there. And their fifth wheels at the moment, the Z3100. It is a promising company. And I know that there are more than a few RV industry insiders who have told me they're a little bit nervous about <laughs> what they're doing. So... Bill just updated his tow vehicle to a more efficient hybrid model. Uh, he said the towing mileage isn't that much better, but when he's not towing, he's averaging 20% electric miles. Yep. And he loves his mini light. And he also, by the way, just got a package from ABC Upfitters. Yeah. So he doesn't necessarily need to, but he said if he decides to upgrade, he would look at a more aerodynamic trailer. Yeah. You know, that's something that People don't realize the RV industry pays almost no attention to aerodynamics, but you know people complain, especially people who like older cars, right? You you say all oh, these old cars have so much style, but all the new cars look alike. Well, most of the new cars are shaped by a combination of legislation and aerodynamics, you know, to make them get better mileage. And the wind just goes the way the wind goes, so yeah, yeah that's why they do look alike. But speaking of aerodynamics, Maddie wants an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> she says she's kidding and she loves their RV, but and the airplane is just going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> when, remember when we, we used to talk to the people who did Pink Flamingo RV Radio before uh -huh. we even started our podcast, and he found somebody who had taken an airplane and turned it into an RV. I'll That's see if correct. I can find that yeah. to share with you. It was pretty cool. Steve who, by the way, passed us on the highway on our way to Indio, honked and waved, and we didn't even notice because yeah. we were too busy listening to a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, here we are on Highway 10, heading you know to where we are now today, and Stephen passed us, recognized our trailer with the bikes and us. He honked and, and waved, honking and then he and had waving, to call us and, and tell us had, that he was honking. Yeah. I don't know how we missed that. I'm usually pretty attentive. I was driving. I'm usually pretty attentive. And it must have been something really great, a really great podcast yeah. or something because I just missed it. <laughs> so he said he would upgrade to a, a 2516S or a 25F KBS, depending on if he goes to a dealership that has Mini Light, Rockwoods, or Flagstaffs. Which are the same trailers Which is with the different same trailer. stickers. And he would get the ASG power package, but then he'd have to buy a three-quarter ton tow vehicle. So he's also considering the ABC Upfitters power package on his six-year-old trailer. And he's still dreaming and figuring out what to do. Aren't we all? You know, you could yeah, go right? buy an RV today and in a week go to an RV show and you're like, ooh. Well, funny you should say that because Brian said... Come on, guys. <laughs> he didn't even have his new one in the driveway yet. He does today, but this was a couple days ago. He said, please don't make me think about another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no matter what, if you have an RV, no matter how old it is and something else. Yeah, Brian has a really good point. He says, seriously, though, is anyone out there really even talking to the end users about efficiency? What little I know about efficiency, and I'm assuming we're talking about aerodynamics, is strictly second and third hand unofficial info I've gotten. 
Yeah, it's not something the RV industry is really paying attention to. There are a few, and I had a few RVs that I posted in our Honest RV Reviews section that are specifically designed for aerodynamics, but they're few and far between and usually by smaller companies. And I don't, I don't understand why there hasn't been at least one big... Well, you know what? I shouldn't say that. Airstream very specifically has had their trailers tested for aerodynamics and they have shown that they're significantly more aerodynamic than the typical trailer. So I guess there is one major company and it's Airstream. And right. so there you go. And then Emily said she's not going to trade, but you know what? She has a 13-foot scamp, so she doesn't know how she could go much smaller <laughs> or lighter without too many sacrifices. Scamps so, are darn cool little trailers. They are. They're cute little things. So thank you all for responding and starting some conversations. This was a really good topic that Tony came up with. He always gets the hard-hitting questions, and I ask <laughs> fluffy things like this week's question. What is your favorite form of exercise when you're on the road? Yeah, we did an interview a while back with James and Steph from The Fit RV, and we'll put a link to that. And they had some really neat fitness ideas for on the road, but do you have exercises you do on the road? Of course, my favorite is bicycle riding. Right, and I love bicycle riding, but my favorite is yoga. Yeah, Peggy does her yoga here in the trailer, so <laughs> she should do it outside so everyone can see. You Not today when it's windy. <laughs> <laughs> when the weather's nice, I do it outside. And where can somebody answer those questions? So you can answer the questions of the week. You can ask questions if you want. You can read all the answers at our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. <sighs> What a words. And did you know we also do a once a week newsletter, which is completely free. And that's where there are links to stories, videos, and podcasts and events and all that to help you get the most out of your RV experience. Just visit stresslesscamping.com and you can sign up for the newsletter on any page, right? At the yep. bottom of any page. It also pops up in the beginning and asks you. So you, you know, if it's your first time on, it'll ask and you can't hardly miss it. And just know that we do not share information. We do not sell our lists. We just use that list to send you one email per week, and that's it. Yeah, that's all I got time for. Right, that's true too. <laughs> but while you're there, you can find the show notes for this episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, episode number 185 on the podcast page at stresslesscamping.com. And when you're on StresslessCamping.com, don't forget the deals and discounts page for the best deals on things you need for your Stressless Camping adventure. Yeah, and if you have a great deal for our audience, let us know. We're Please. happy to share, but know that we are very careful about what we share. We have to really like what you got. That's very true. Yep. And we are in all the social places. So when you visited all those pages on StresslessCamping.com and you want to look on Facebook or wherever, Instagram, all those things, Go to the top right, use those logos, and jump off to those social places that we are. Oh, but first, if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast... It's free! It's free to subscribe on any podcast catcher. And we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. And by the way, one of the ways people find this podcast is with the reviews, particularly on Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. So if you love this podcast, leave us a review. We really appreciate that. 
if you love this podcast, please tell a friend. And if you don't <laughs> like this podcast, tell, tell somebody you tell don't like. You Make don't them like. listen to it. <laughs> we did rip that somebody. off from another podcast. Yeah, I ripped we that We just thought that was really funny, so we wanted to say it. <laughs> tell your friends if you love us, and tell your enemies if you don't love us. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nah, the people who listen to the Stressless Camping podcast wouldn't have enemies. They're too cool. That's true. Well, we hope we see you this week or next week. Maybe we'll see you on our live feed on our Facebook page or maybe even on the highway zipping past Maybe past so. Us. <laughs> but we really appreciate every one of you. Thank you so much for being here again this week. Let us know what you think about the generator-free RV. In, out, up, down, hmm, who knows? <laughs> but most of all, happy, happy camping. camping. We hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping!